Tire Auto Works, we do it all. Whether it's a simple oil change, wheel alignment, preventive maintenance, brake repair, installation of a custom exhaust or suspension system. If you need repairs on climate control systems, cooling systems, electronic or electrical systems, we are the experts. At Southern Tire Auto Works, we are truly your one-stop shop for all your automotive needs. Hickory and Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Eric Asher, 106.1 FM Nash Icon on your radio dial. Taking you home each and every weekday afternoon, 4 to 6. Thanks so much for being there. Remember the iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app. Our digital platforms take the show with you anywhere. Free download, smartphone or tablet. NashFM1061.com, EricAsher.com on the World Wide Web. And, of course, our podcast is everywhere. Anchors our home base for one of your favorite podcasting platform. Just uh, search Inside New Orleans Show with Eric Asher. 
our social media platforms, at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. Today on the program, we've got a pretty tight show for you. A really good guest. Looking forward to having Glenn Gilbo on the program at 435 from Outkick.com. Sean Devity, national NBA writer for Heavy.com, will join us at 515, talk about the Pels and um, also the Pels draft. And then we'll finish up with award-winning uh, journalist Les East of uh, CrestedSports.com and also uh, Saturday Down South. Uh, that'll be at 535 this afternoon. Our program today is brought to you by Henry's Neptunia Gin. Have you tried it? What are you waiting for? Get out there and again enjoy it, uh, whether it's in your favorite uh, uh, bar, maybe restaurant. Maybe, again, uh, you want to stock your li- liquor cabinet with this limited edition, uh, super premium uh, gin. Of course, uh, much like Midsummer Solstice, much like Lunar, uh, fast becoming. I can't say fast, but it has become one of the highest-selling limited edition spirits in the super, super premium gin category. And why not? It's Hendrix Gin. It's part of the William Grant portfolio. And, of course, uh, this time around, uh, really reaching into the sea for Hendrix Neptunia. Notes of coastal freshness, balanced with fresh notes of uh, citrus. Alluring juniper uh, character is lengthened by deep earthly notes of uh, locally sourced Scottish seaside botanicals, fresh coastal herbs, and, of course, that unmistakable crisp uh, citrus finish. Uh, Get on out there and enjoy uh, some Hendrix Neptunia gin. Uh, It is limited edition. It will only be on the shelves for a year. We came out in March, so you got some time. But, again, when it's gone, it's gone. It can be found at your favorite spirit store. It's a refreshing, perfect um, uh, antidote for the hot summer months. Uh, You're looking for a cocktail that, uh, you know, is just not overbearing for you, but, again, really got got that crisp finish. Uh, Great for, again, the the hot summer months here in New Orleans. Man, reach for Hendrick's Gin. Reach for Hendrick's Neptunia Gin. Uh, limited edition, super premium gin, only available for one year. So get out there and enjoy it right now. I want to remind everybody about the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports this week. Uh, as mentioned last week, we're going to be joined by um, Doug Mouton of um, WWL-TV Sports, sports director over there. So make sure, you, again, you check us out Thursday at 1 o'clock with our live broadcast on WLE-TV, also live streaming on the WLE-TV YouTube page. Then Friday night at 6 on LE, Saturday night, also 10 o'clock on WLE TV 2. Friday night, 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock on LE. Saturday at 2 a.m. on The Deuce, Saturday at 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television, and always on our social media platforms, always at ericasher.com, and always on the WLE TV YouTube page. All right, um, let's jump into it. Uh, first of all, congratulations to Ole Miss, uh, 2022 College World Series champions. They swept Oklahoma, who will soon be in the SEC, 2 uh, 2-0. Um, and, of course, congratulations to former Tiger Mike Bianco. Look, you saved his job. I mean, <laughs> I mean they, were ready, they were ready to, you know, again, send him packing. Uh, what they, were, they were number one at, point, at one point of the season. Then they were on the brink of extinction. Uh, they, they, uh, was that they were in last place in the SEC on May the 1st. Um, on May the 24th, they were eliminated in the first round of the SEC tournament. Uh, remember, they, they were on the brink of elimination with uh, with that LSU series that they won. Then they caught fire all the way to Omaha. Uh, you look at um, now back-to-back national championships uh, for the state of uh, Mississippi in baseball with Mississippi State winning it last year and Ole Miss winning it this year. Since 2006, the SEC has had 24 national titles in either football or, basket, or, or baseball. Football or baseball. 2006. 24 national titles in either football or baseball for the SEC. 
Also, Jay Johnson had a really busy week. We'll talk uh, to um, Glenn Gilbo about this, but I'm, I'm telling you, reloading the LSU roster. Jake Pendena comes over from Baylor. He's a 300 hitter. Tommy White, again, 27 home runs for North Carolina State, National Freshman of the Year. He's in the transfer portal. He's heading to LSU. Christian uh, Little, the uh, Vandy pitcher who throws 90-plus, also, again, j- uh, jumping in the transfer portal, heading to LSU. And then, of course, what was the coup of the weekend, uh, which was Wes Johnson leaving the AL Central leading um, Twins, Minnesota Twins, in midseason to become the LSU pitching coach. <laughs> Amazing. Just amazing week for um, for Jay Johnson in terms of restocking his LSU roster and, of course, the coaching staff after some defections. Uh, speaking of uh, LSU, LSU basketball, Darius Days is going to play for the Spurs in the Summer League. He was not drafted as a senior. Uh, Sharif O'Neal, who I've said, made his, I think he made a serious mistake in, in not going back to LSU. Now, look, this LSU team looks different than it did uh, a few months ago when everybody defected on him, right? Uh, O'Neal, I thought, could get some serious playing time uh, with this new roster. I'm not sure he could now, but uh, he's going to play for the Lakers in the summer league. Again, he went undrafted as well, uh, so we'll see how that kind of plays out. Also, again, we found out last week a little bit more about Alvin Kamara. Uh, again, pro football talk, um, I believe it was uh, uh, Mike Florio who reported uh, that, that uh, he was told by NFL officials that uh, – Kamara's going to serve at least a six-game suspension. And look, let's face it, the Saints have had a, have had a, a really good offseason. They, they really have. They've had an excellent offseason for the most part. And it appears, that again, when you look at this team and you look at the roster, and I have many, many times, um, that most of the holes on the roster have been filled, if not all of them. Okay? Now, I will say not all of them because I do think that there are a couple positions where they could shore up. But you, you can't argue what they've done. Okay, Jarvis Landry coming in at $3 million, hometown discount, uh, you know, probably going to make the, make the full six, which is, again, he'll get with incentives. If I'm the Saints, I'm looking for a long-term deal with Jarvis Landry. I'm not doing a deal with him, okay? Eventually, I'm going, I'm going long-term. Uh, they got about $9 million under the cap right now to play with. Uh, the Honey Badger comes in on another hometown discount. Uh, they got Marcus May from, from the Jets. Now, remember, it's been glazed over a lot. He's going to have to serve a suspension for, D, for DUI. Now, is it going to be two games? going to be four games? We're not sure what it's going to be yet. Um, and then the draft all on paper looks exciting. Look at some prospects that might have an opportunity to make an instant impact. Uh, the wide, wide receiver room, let's take that first, was a disaster last year, right? It seems like it's been shored up, uh, especially if healthy this season. You know, a big part of that's going to be if Michael Thomas had come back. And look, he's not participated in OTAs, not participated in minicamp. Uh, the hope is that he'll be, be ready for training camp. Uh, again, we know he's been working out, but at the same time, you know, you don't know until he's on the field. The the Achilles heel for this team, as we look at it now, as you peruse the roster, is the running back position, especially because, uh, you know, with Alvin Kamara having to be survey reported sixth, to, uh, which is supposedly the bare minimum for this type of, uh, of, um, of uh, behavior, uh, to eight-game suspension, six to eight games. I mean, it could be a half a year. You know, I mentioned this on, on this program before. I've been saying this since before free agency, right after the fight during the Pro Bowl, especially when we when it was curious that we never saw the video. I mean, normally, again, as I've said over and over on this on this program, you know, TMZ, somebody's going to have the video out there for for you know the public to see. No, no one's seen the video except for law enforcement 
You better believe the Saints have seen it. You better believe the NFL saw it. Okay, but, you know, I said they have to draft a, you know, first of all, it was free agency. Go on free agency, get a, you get a back. Then again, or draft a free agency. I've got to upgrade the running back position. Look, remember, I was campaigning for Leonard Fournette, okay, before he re-signed with the Bucs. Um, I thought he'd be a perfect fit, a guy that can, can run the football, catch the ball in the backfield, and can coexist with Kamara when he comes back. Um, I was hopeful they'd draft a running back, but instead they seem to be ignoring the fact they're going to be missing a big part of their offense. Look, you lose a guy like Kamara, we know this from now, you know, from the times that, that he's missed time with the Saints. They're not just missing him in the running game. I mean, he's a big part of the passing game. Plus, again, he's a great decoy when he's on the field as well. I mean, just the playmaking about ability of Alvin Kamara is going to be missed. If they were going, were going to go into the regular season with the roster as it looks right now, Mark Ingram, who, again, was a very good player in his own right, would be running back one. Okay, so he'd be RB1. Now, the question is, hopefully he's healthy and hopefully can handle the position while Kamara's out, which means, again, being a guy that, that, that can physically handle the position and not get slowed down by injury, which has been his issue, okay? Nobody's counting, again, the enthusiasm, the talent, the leadership, what he's got is this, again, you can't outrun father time. You just can't do it. Behind him, two special teams members, Washington and, J- and Jones. Neither one of those guys have, have been able to step up to the plate when he counted. They've shown flashes, right? But they haven't been able to do, when it, when it, do it when it's counted. The same can be said for, what, the undrafted free agent of Zigbo, who had, had a cup of coffee with the Jacksonville Jaguars. He's back in New Orleans. He showed flashes during preseason, ended up getting put on the practice squad. Jacksonville picks him up. And, and of course, so he's back. You got the undrafted rookie out of Baylor, Abram Smith, um, who, we, again, we have no idea if he's the next Pierre Thomas. Maybe they're banking on that. Maybe they believe he's going to be the next Pierre Thomas, which would be incredible if he was. They kicked the tires on, 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 on a few um, – um, on a few veteran running backs, what, David Johnson, Sony Michelle. Sony Michelle ends up signing elsewhere. elsewhere. David Johnson is still out there. Uh, there were rumors last week that Kenyon Drake of, of the Raiders has been on their radar. But, they, they, but again, they've done nothing up, up to this point to, to show up the position. And when you talk about Kenyon Drake, look, he's got one year left on his deal with the, with the Raiders. Uh, it's about $2.5 million, and then he's got four dummy years after that. There's an $8 million cap hit if the Raiders were to trade him or cut him. So, again, the question is, are they willing to eat that $8 million uh, to trade him? And, again, what's, what's the trade value for, for Kenyon Drake? Now, I'm, I'm, look, I'll say this right now. He would be a nice addition. He can do a lot of the things Kamara can do, and he can coexist with Kamara in the backfield. But nothing has happened up to this point, okay? They've done nothing to show up the position. Now, let me say this. You know, and I said this earlier, that from Loomis to Allen, they've seen the video, okay? they got a pretty good idea of how long Kamara's going to be suspended as well. But it just seems like it's deja vu all over again. I mean, like Thomas last year, remember they lost track of his rehab when he had surgery in June of last year? Uh, but, but at minicamp, right, was it May or June, right, minicamp, right before minicamp, okay? And, and then they, they, they fooled themselves into believing that, again, they had the next Marcus Colston or Lance Moore out of last year's receiver's room. And, and that's the farthest thing from the truth. You would think they would have learned their lesson, okay, from, from last year. You get that substandard wide receiving core they, they put on the field, and, and ultimately 
it was one of the reasons why this team sputtered to the worst offense in the history of the Peyton era. That's no secret, okay? Now, they knew this, and they quickly upgraded that in the offseason. But, you know, because it was so painfully obvious to most of us before the season, and then, of course, to Peyton and, and the coaching staff within the season, remember Peyton saying, I like the receiving room? Come on. You like the wide receiver room? Come on. Come on. They figured it out. And, and of course, that was one of the first things they did in this offseason, right? Upgrade that position. Go get a lobby in the draft, get Jarvis Landry. All of a sudden, that, that position is shored up. Running back is not by any stretch. Now, this team is very talented, especially on defense. The offensive line really has to play well for this team to be able to compete for a Super Bowl. But, look, let's face it. I've been saying it since day one. Jameis Winston needs weapons. Give me subtracting weapons. He needs weapons. Okay, the Saints were smart enough to upgrade the wide receiver position. But with, with Alvin Kamara, who, of course, not playing for, the season, for, for this team for at least a half a season, they need a starting running back that can coexist with Kamara when he comes back but it also can fill the void for him while he's suspended. And to me, not bringing in a starter at the position is fool's gold. Just like going into last season with that, you know, big lot, bargain basement wide receiving core. No different. No different. Now you can say, E, they got a few weeks before training camp, and now look, there's, there's going to be some. Look, I was the guy, again, that was, that was pushing the envelope and, 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 and screaming about this last year uh, before uh, – when they went into the into the season with this wide receiver room, and it came to fruition, okay, you would have thought the organization would have learned its lesson up to this point. You know, they had a chance to, to be able to get a a, a, um, a veteran running back in free agency. They didn't do it. They had a chance to go into the draft and draft a young running back. They didn't do it. And I know there's a de-emphasis on the running back position. But as I said before, Jameis Winston needs weapons. Now, with Kenyon Drake, it's Kenyon Drake. It is what it is, okay? Uh, that, would, that, that, to me, would be a, a nice addition. But at some point, they got to fill that position. And if they don't, and they go into it like they did last year, thinking, that, again, that they can make it, okay, until, until Kamara comes back, like they were thinking they could make it until Thomas comes back, it's fool's goal all over again. So, yeah, I'm sounding the alarm once again, no doubt about it. And, and rightfully so when you start looking at what everything that's on the line for this team, and to lose again what might be your best player on offense and maybe your best player on the team in Alvin Kamara for at least six to eight games because of suspension. So we'll see how that kind of plays out. All right, um, we haven't talked a lot about the Breakers this year, but I'm, I'm going to put a, a, a finale on, on the Breakers as their season ended yesterday. Um, they lost to Birmingham for a third time. Yesterday it was 31-17. Birmingham now taking on Philadelphia for the championship of the USFL. Funny, Philadelphia back in another championship, right? Under Jim Moore, they dominated the USFL the first time around in the first three years of, um, of the USFL. And, of course, that, that particular um, franchise is, is, has a chance to win another championship. Now, look, it's unclear whether the Breakers will, will make it or not, okay? First of all, they've got to figure out where, where they're going to play next year. Are they all staying in Birmingham for another season? Or is, are they coming back to, the, to their supposed cities? You know, Tulane Stadium seems like, again, the more logical place uh, for, for them to play. But you certainly can't put a professional team at Tad Gormley. Are you kidding me? Okay. Um, and then, of course, you know, if you're going to put a, games at Tulane, you've got to be able to have the neighborhood buy into it. Okay. Because, they, they're, again, there's an ordinance out there that says only so many games can be played at Tulane Stadium per week 
during during the year. So, again, that's an issue. Another issue is the Pelicans. Well, they're expected to be a playoff team next year that goes that has a deep run. Now, maybe it happens, maybe it doesn't. So then I ask the question, will people even care about the Breakers if they do come back to New Orleans, if you've got a situation where um, the Pels are on fire and the Pels are, are making a deep playoff run, okay? Um, maybe they will, maybe they won't. Look, some of us are nostalgic, right, about Dave Dixon's USFL, right? Remember when, when it started? You know, again, this made-for-TV sports league. Um, but the question is, when you start talking about a spring league and football, um, if they aren't going to play in New Orleans next year, they might as well be the Boston Breakers or, or the Portland Breakers. Wait a minute. That's what they once were, right? Remember, goes to show you the ties to New Orleans are not that strong when you talk about the Breakers. I mean, I want to take you back down memory lane for a minute. Remember, the New Orleans was not original USFL city, despite the fact that, again, it was Dave Dix's brainchild, right? The Breakers were originally in Boston in 1983. They couldn't find a place to play. Okay, that was the problem. They could not find a stadium that was suitable for, again, even that, that level of professional football. So Joe Canizero came in, purchased controlling interest of the, um, uh, of the Breakers, moved the team to New Orleans. Uh, they had like 30,000 in uh, average attendance in the Dome, and they, were, they started off on fire, 5-0. and Now, again, they waned late in the season. Uh, but, again, this was fait complete when the USFL decided to go head-to-head with the NFL. Right, Canizero decided at that point, I'm not going head-to-head against the Saints, even though the Saints were not a very, very good team. Under, under again, what was it? I believe John Meekham still had him at that time, back in 83, uh, 84. So, uh, again, you look at, at, at the situation. Matter of fact, I think they were just getting – they were sold in 85 to Tom Benson. So they, they didn't have much success up until then. So they moved to Portland for a season in 1985. Uh, and then, of course, the, the USFL folded. So – you know, for a person like me that grew up around the USFL, I get the affection. It was Dave Dixon's baby. I mean, I can remember, again, as a, as a fledgling reporter in this business, uh, you know, as, a, as an intern at WNOE Radio for, uh, and producing for Mary Foster Sports Show, interviewing Dave Dixon, right, at, at his art gallery on Royal Street. Uh, his vision for spring football, his, 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 uh, his memories of the, of the Superdome, getting that bit, world team tennis. All these were his ideas. Uh, for this native New Orleanian, okay? So I was fond of the USFL. I loved the USFL when it, when it, when it first started. But, again, uh, Donald Trump, who owned the New Jersey Generals, talked the owners in moving into the fall, and that was the it for the USFL. They folded shortly after. This version of the USFL is going to have the same issues as the original league. Some cities, again, are going are gonna, are gonna to have a problem in finding a place for them to play, okay? Especially if you've got... Major cities that are, that have teams that are sharing stadiums. Then again, how much more does it cost to broadcast from four different cities every week as opposed to just broadcasting from Birmingham? There is no local ownership. Remember, there's a there, there, this is a uh, a corporate a corporation has been put together with with, with TV, the league, etc., uh, to be able to get this you know this made for TV football. So will there be local ownership, or is again? This is going to be made-for-TV football out of Birmingham from this point forward. Can they stay afloat also with three spring leagues going and the CFL, which has already been established? It's another big question about going forward with, with the USFL. For New Orleans, 
the franchise here, the biggest issue is, again, where do they play, and will the uptown neighbors welcome spring football to, to Tulane? Because that looks to me to be the only place they're going to be able to play. So, to me, they, they're, they're about to finish their first season. The question is, will they be a second? That's all. And are they ever going to come back to where the, uh, the cities where they're supposedly domiciled? And will there be local ownership? So many questions about this league right now on whether it's going to survive or not. Look, the nostalgia of having the old nicknames and everything else, I get it. I've watched a bunch of the games. I've pretty much seen all the breaker games. But, again, you know, kind of not like I would be sitting there watching a Saints game or even an, or even an LSU or Tulane football game, uh, you know, kind of from afar. So we'll see ultimately, again, how this kind of plays out as their first season ends with this made-for-TV spring football. And, of course, with two other, other leagues coming online, and then, of course, as I mentioned, the established CFL uh, that's out there that, again, is, is back after, after, again, COVID-19 and uh, uh, hiatus on, on that situation. So we'll see. But a lot of questions have to be answered on the breakers on whether they're, first of all, going to be in New Orleans. Second of all, can they coexist with the New Orleans Pelicans now? I'm not saying the Orleans Saints. Can they coexist with the Orleans Pelicans uh, in the spring? That's another big part of it. And then where will they play? That's, that's the other component to this. All right, don't forget, uh, you're listening to Inside New Orleans. Uh, don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Yep, again, it is a little bit cooler out there, but still uh, too oppressive to live without an air conditioning, right? If you need a new air conditioning system, remember Burkhardt. At least let them come out and give you a price. Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, uh, over 30 years in business. Ask about their 25% energy reduction guarantee. Know they are authorized to sell some of the top brands in the industry. Nate certified technicians, and, of course, using the latest in, in technology to be able to make sure that they measure your home or your business so you're getting, again, enough AC and enough heating uh, in your system to be able to cool your home during the summer and heat your home during the winter. Uh, they are the experts. It's Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, and, of course, the service after the sale, impeccable, second to none. ACpromise.com. That's ACpromise.com. In the market for a new system, think Burkhardt. That's acpromise.com. We'll be right back. Inside New Orleans. If it's New Orleans sports, culture, food. Inside New Orleans with Eric Asher is talking about it. Weekdays at 4 on 1061 Nash Icon and available online anytime at NashFM1061.com. This report is sponsored by Staples Stores. Staples has your workspace covered with furniture and organizational items curated by Staples Work From Home Style Squad. Now get 25% off of storage and filing products, chair mats, decor, and lighting with the purchase of a desk or office chair. In-store only, offer N72. Staples, the working and learning store. Look out for an accident on your interstates on 10 westbound at Veterans. In the meantime, delays are going to be solid if you're traveling on 10 eastbound from just past Elysian Fields to the high rise. In the meantime, delays are going to be solid 10 westbound from just past Bonneville to just past Clearview. Also, if you're traveling eastbound along the Crescent City Connection, delays are steady from just before Chapatulas to the Camp Street exit. And look out for accidents north Russia Blave at Deers and also Prentice Avenue at Spain Street. I'm at Robinson Broadcasting for the Attorney Mike Bradner Traffic Center. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. 
Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue. Open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great Southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can handle. Hi folks, trust is what Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhart to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhart always says, trust is the foundation of our business, just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhart. Visit acpromise.com, that's acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. Hey, Eric, welcome to the newly renovated TikTok. Come on in. Quick, close the door, Mike. You're letting the flies out. All right, don't start that again. Hey, look, we've been back operating almost two months now. Yeah, and your sign should say, sorry, we're back open. Stop. Come on. So what you think about the new paint job and the repaved parking lot? I think you could put lipstick on a pig, but it's still a... All right, enough is enough. The TikTok Cafe open 24-7 at the intersection of Causeway and I-10 in Metairie. DA Exterminating is proud to be locally owned and serving Louisiana's Gulf South for over 60 years. If you want a fast response and great service, call DA now on the North Shore and in Metairie, or you can visit us online at daexterminating.com. Hitting the road during this 4th of July holiday. Before you get on the road, bring your vehicle over to Southern Tire. Let them give it the once-over. That's right. Family-owned and operated by the Piazza family since 1972. It's your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tire. They offer the largest selection of tires in the metropolitan area. And I promise you this, ladies and gentlemen, something that will fit everyone's budget. They got wheels and tires up to 30 inches. You can finance it over time if you'd like. And then, of course, making sure that your your uh, engine is working properly. You know, whether you're getting the, you know, just, again, the, the fluids changed, getting them topped off, whatever, again, getting those tires rotated. At Southern Tire, ASC certified technicians, the same diagnostic equipment when you get it, diagnostic equipment you get at the dealership uh, without those dealership sticker shock prices. Folks, before you hit the road uh, during this 4th of July holiday, make sure that vehicle's in proper working order. Bring it on over to Southern Tire. Hickory and Airline in Metairie. Open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6, Saturday from 8 to 3. 504-737-1558 is the phone number. Or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services they provide for their customers. That's right, Southern Tire, owned by the Piazza family since 1972. Hickory and Airline in Metairie. All right. Today's program brought to you by Hendricks Neptunia Gin. Remember, again, a limited edition, um, uh, limited edition um, super premium gin for you. 
uh, that uh, you can find at your favorite spirit store. should be at your favorite restaurant or bar. Uh, get it now. It's only going to be available for one year. Again, uh, much like Hendrix Neptunia, Hendrix Neptunia is much like the Midsummer Solstice and Lunar. Uh, again, they were when they when they were on the market, they were the fastest uh, and highest selling limited edition spirits in the super premium gin category. And uh, again, Hendrix Gin Neptunia, no different. Get out there and enjoy again uh, a, a cocktail with Hendrix Neptunia, or again, better yet, buy yourself a bottle for you and your friends at your favorite spirit store. All right. Joining us on the program now is our good friend Glenn Gobo of Outkick.com. Glenn, how are you? Good afternoon, Eric. How are you? Doing great, Glenn. Thanks for joining us. I know you, uh, again, last week was a busy week with, with the, in the College World Series, and, and uh, what an amazing story Ole Miss has, uh, and really for the state of Mississippi, back-to-back national champions, champions in, in, um, in baseball, uh, Mississippi State last year, uh, Ole Miss this year, and you know, I mean, I can remember that LSU series, thinking, again, LSU, if they, if they win that series, they're going to catapult themselves, you know, maybe into an opportunity, to, you know, in, in the West, uh, you know, re- rewriting the ship, et cetera. And then, of course, Ole Miss wins that series. And, uh, man, they, they, they caught fire. And I don't think a lot of people thought they'd get this far. But congratulations to the Rebels. Uh, winning their first uh, World Series title. What is the second time they were there? They were there with Archie Manning in 69? Well, no, they were, they were there second time under Bianco. They went in oh, second time under Bianco, okay. 14. And they, they, they went several times before that, but not before 2014. The last time they had gone was 72. And they went in 1969 with Archie and in 64 and in 56 as well. They had gone, but uh, yeah, Archie, Archie was a shortstop and batted second or third in the order in 1969 at the World Series. I talked talk to him about it at the passing academy. It's kind of, it's kind of amazing. He uh, he uh, the the pitch they lost to Texas. They were eliminated to Texas, where his his grandson just committed. He yeah. batted against Bert Hooten in that game. Bert Hooten was the Texas ace that year. Um, Hooten was the second pick of the MLB draft in 71. Archie was the second pick of the NFL draft in 71 as well. Yeah, and I think he got drafted as a shortstop by the Chicago White Sox in that draft. Oh, yeah, I didn't ask him about that. That's right. He was, he was drafted, but, mm-hmm. but the, the, he, was, he was the second pick of the NFL draft yep. by the Saints. And I, I, think, yes. um, I think he might – yeah, it was probably 71 he was also drafted. Mm-hmm. Uh in, in, into baseball. Yeah, but he was, he was quite an athlete. Um, uh, overall athlete. He got a couple of hits in, um, in, in a, the, their world series opener. Um, and, uh, they, they had won, they won a, uh, tournament in Gastonia, North Carolina after they won the SEC to get, to get to Omaha. Yeah. Uh, interesting. I do remember just, you know, the things just come back to you. Uh, I'm not sure it was the first contract or the second contract, uh, his um, negotiator said that, that he might be thinking about going back and playing baseball, that the White Sox <laughs> had his rights. Of course, that never came to fruition. He ends up signing the first deal and the second deal with the Saints, and then ultimately, again, traded down the line to the Houston the Oilers, and we, we know how all that went. But um, uh, interesting, again, and then, of course, you know, Mike Bianco. I mean, pretty, and I, I love your tweet earlier, you know, talking about all those Ole Miss fans that were ready to, you know, to bury him, that, that they wanted him out the door, now willing to be able to put up some money for a statue out in front of their stadium. And uh, you got to give Bianco a lot of, uh, Mike Bianco a lot of credit uh, for this turnaround. 
Yeah, that's what Ben McDonald said uh, at midweek last week in the game he was doing before Ole Miss played. He said, all those people want him fired. They need to start raising money for a statue. And, then, and you know, he wasn't even in the championship series yet. But, uh, yeah, it, it's a great story for Mike. Because, I mean, he, he really could have got fired uh, if they didn't get the NCAA bid. And they were on the bubble. I mean, they were one of the last teams. And, you know, he lost that SEC tournament opener they were they were 14 and 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 16 and and um you know there was people were tired of him uh because you know he only got to omaha once he'd been there 20 years and then he interviewed at lsu last year so all that uh and, and then a seven and 20 uh, a seven and 14 start in the sec you know he was in trouble but boy uh he he flipped it because he's a great pitching coach. That's that's what really won it for him. And uh, I mean, they just they just blanked everybody. He only used his closer twice in the in the NCAA tournament. The closer didn't even pitch in the super regional, uh, and just pitched two innings in the in the World Series. So that tells you how well uh, they pitched, and and they always hit well. So uh, it was it was great to see for for Mike. I think even though Ole Miss is a is a rival, that a lot of Tiger fans are very very happy for for, for Mike Bianco. Oh, I would, I would think so. I mean, he's he's so much a part of the LSU baseball history. I mean, there's there's, there's no one else like him at LSU. He's the only guy who played uh, and coached for Skip and coached against Skip as a as a head coach. Uh, you know, and he was part of uh, three national championship teams as a as a as an assistant coach. The the '93 champions, the '96 Warren Morris home run champions, and then the you know probably the greatest team ever, the '97 team. He he was an assistant, and then of course he he was a player on you know on their best team, never to go to never to win in Omaha was uh, the, the 89 team that upset a team that was a lot like Tennessee this year. They, Texas A&M was, was, the, was the Tennessee of 1989, and LSU upset them like Notre Dame did at Tennessee. They upset them in College Station with Ben McDonald and, and, and Mike Bianco. So uh, it's, it's all quite a story. Tommy Chrysan sent me this earlier. SEC has had 24 national titles in football and baseball since 2006. That's dominant. <laughs> yeah, and, and they're just all over the World Series every year. I mean, Arkansas was in there. You know, you, you, Texas A&M was in there till the end. Auburn advanced. So uh, it's it's amazing. And, uh, you know, Jay Johnson almost almost got in there. Uh, he, was, he was in line to uh, – to, to advance uh, as well to the uh, to the super regional, and I and I know they'll they'll, they'll be in it next year. I mean, they're going to be much better <laughs> next year. But uh, just based off last week, right? I mean, <laughs> what is yeah. it? Jake Panetta from from uh, I read this earlier from Baylor, three hundred hitter. He brings him through the transfer portal. Tommy White, the national freshman of the year out of North Carolina State, twenty seven home runs. He's in the transfer portal. Christian Little throws ninety plus as a pitcher for the for Vandy. He's in the transfer portal LSU. And then bringing in Wes Johnson, 
you know, who who leaves the who leaves the American League Central leading Twins in the midseason to go coach at LSU? That's happened. He's been LSU's pitching coach. Johnson did a great job last week. Are you kidding? That's just last week. Yeah, yeah, and the uh, you know, and the pitching is so important because uh, that's that's what really hurt him uh, throughout the season and and didn't let him get to uh, out of out of the regional. Uh, they got to pitch a lot better next year. And, um, you know, yeah, it's pretty impressive to get a major league uh, pitching coach like that. But he's got he's got to get some arms onto the mound and out of the draft as well. Yep, no doubt. You had a chance to be uh, at the uh, at the Manning Passing Academy this past weekend. Was that your first time or you'd been before? No, I've been before, um, but I think only once before uh, it was – it was in conjunction with the Sports Writers Association one time okay. when it was in New Orleans and uh, went over there. But that was, that was probably 10 years ago. So this is the first time I've been there in a while. And, and uh, you know, it's, it gets a little bigger every year. But it was it was really impressive. I mean, just about every FCC quarterback was was there and, uh, you know, all in the media room. That was that was pretty impressive. And uh, 12, 1300 campers and uh you know it's it's always impressive to get to speak to archie payton and eli and cooper as well and maybe arch next year <laughs> and maybe arch next year i was going to say that um of course the, they they made the announcement uh, just before the camp which i thought was uh probably calculated to get away from all these questions about where he was going to go talking about arch man he ends up again signing with texas or at least committing uh to be able to play at texas after again he leaves newman remember he's got one more year at newman um just your overall impressions of the camp. I mean, I, again, I've never had a chance to be uh, be there, but I've had uh, you know a lot of friends, a lot of colleagues to go down. You got that camp, and then you got the lineman camp there that's down there now. Uh, I mean, again, that, that's been kind of become uh, it's the hub of Camp Central for aspiring players that that want to play college football uh, down at Nichols uh, in, in Thibodeau. Yeah, and it's amazing because you you can't find a a, a hotter place. <laughs> South Louisiana to hold a camp, you know, you'd, you'd think they'd hold a camp in, uh, you know, in Montana or something where it would be cooler, because uh, a lot of these players aren't aren't used to the to the heat uh, of, of the line camp and the uh, and the quarterback camp. Uh, but uh, you know, Archie's Archie's just really, I mean, he kind of invented the camp situation. Nobody was doing that type stuff in, in 1996 when when he started that camp. And uh, you know his. I wrote about that last week. His uh, Peyton was was at Tennessee, but you know he, he didn't he didn't make the camp to capitalize on his two sons winning Super Bowls because they weren't even in the NFL yet. <laughs> they were they were just coming around. So he he really did it uh, because he wanted to see better passing uh, throughout high school and 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 college. And uh, he, he talked a little bit about that. Uh, over the weekend, he said, "When he, the first few camps, you know, they had some quarterbacks out there who couldn't throw the ball. <laughs> now, now everybody can throw the right. ball because uh, you know they, they're using those type of offenses. But um, you know, Archie is obviously for for a guy who never coached. I mean, look how good his sons were, and mm-hmm. then then he becomes the the godfather of, of quarterback camp. So if he if he had wanted to coach, you know, he would have been a good coach. Yeah, no doubt about it. Uh, you look at, at, at again." You know, having somebody like Archie, who again is is kind of the guru of the quarter quarterback camp, and then what was it? Pete Jenkins had the lineman camp. 
yeah. uh, again as the yeah. guru of of, of of defensive linemen. I mean, just that that's pretty amazing. Yeah, yeah. And neither of them from Louisiana, but they but they both uh, made uh, their name basically in in Louisiana. Mm-hmm. Archie is, a, is the quarterback of the Saints, and then uh, and, and but before that, Ole Miss, and then Pete Jenkins is an assistant three times with. Uh, with LSU, Pete's actually originally from Troy, Alabama, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, those those two camps are great, and boy, you know they really really helped the economy uh, of of uh, Thibodeau, and and uh, you know and Archie had the camp in Hammond for a while right. and started at, at Tulane. You know, you'd you'd, you'd think that th- that his camp would be with, with, at the Saints facility, but probably too expensive, and and Thibodeau gives him a sweetheart deal. Well, I mean, I'll just say this: I'm not saying that the camp is responsible for for the, the mass growth that we saw within the Nichols community, but I'm telling you, it's it's part of it. There's no doubt about oh, it. Oh yeah. You know, I mean, you know, they they've grown this, they've grown the facilities to keep up with Nichols, but also to keep that camp there. Right, right. It's like a three million dollar economic impact over a four day weekend, you know, that, that doesn't happen a lot in, uh, in Thibodeau, but you know, that, that campus, they, they just do a great job. It's, it's very well organized and, um, you know, it's, it's media friendly as well. I mean, you can actually, in in addition to the media set up media interviews on that Mm -hmm. Friday, you know, you can, you can go to practice and, and, uh, and catch the, uh, the SEC quarterbacks as, as they're practicing, you know, and, I mean, there's been a lot of quarterbacks that have gone through there as counselors that didn't even get talked to. Like Patrick Mahomes was, was sitting around one year is what Mike right. Couture was saying, you know, and, and no, nobody interviewed him yet. So you never know who's who's going to be there. But uh, it was great. I had a good talk with Will Rogers, the Mississippi State quarterback, and, and mm-hmm. Luke Altmyer, who was, could be the uh, Ole Miss starter unless it's uh, Jackson Dart. And, of course, Miles Brennan was there. And uh, – uh, the Alabama quarterback uh, Bryce Young, uh, Heisman Trophy winner, and the Tennessee quarterback was there. It's um, it's a great event. Um, just a couple minutes left. I did want to ask you: you were at Saints mini camp. Uh, just your impressions of what you saw. Well, I, I think Jameis looked good. Um, I mean, he's he's got the brace on. Uh, but he, he, he looks thin, you know, I mean, a good thin and, uh, he, uh, I mean, he's wearing the brace, but he doesn't look really, really stiff. You know, Burrow wore the brace all last year, similar injuries, probably going to wear the Jameis probably going to wear the, the brace, but I, I thought he, uh, I mean, he didn't do all the drills, but I thought he threw the ball. Well, he was working on short, uh, passes and on, on accuracy. But uh, and I thought the receivers looked very good. Jarvis Landry and Chris Olave, the first round pick. Um, I mean, you know, I remember we used to talk about uh, Drew Brees rarely had two great receivers. I mean, mm-hmm. Jameis could have three if yep. uh, if Thomas is there with with Landry and and Olave. And, and, I mean, some years Brees really didn't have one great receiver. He had just you know a couple of really good ones. But uh, that that could definitely open things up, and um, you know I, I think on, on paper on paper the Saints look really good. Yeah, I agree, I really do. I think again they, they I talked about it in my monologue today. They got to shore the running back position up. 
Um, they, they've been delaying this for a long time now. Kamara's going to get a six to eight game suspension. They got a real. They got to come to the realization. There was talk of Kenyon Drake last week, maybe uh, again getting traded. Uh, you know, they didn't. They didn't go after Fournette in in, in the uh, free agency like I, I was hoping they do. And of course, they kicked the tires on David Johnson last week. Uh, they got to get a. They got to get a starting type running back here uh, because he's going to miss some time. And you just. As much respect as I have for Mark Ingram, you can't count or count on him not getting injured at this point in his career. Yeah, and and six games—I mean, that's just too large a, a chunk of the season—and and, and yep. it's just so unfortunate because it's just really a senseless, mindless thing for Alvin, who's and then isolated. But I mean, what was he thinking, you know? And uh, that's that that's going to really really hurt. I mean, uh, you know, I don't I don't know. Um, what they can get in the, in the, in the short term. I mean, they certainly can't get anybody who's like Alvin Kamara. So that's a, that's a nope. huge chunk of the well, season without Drake's not, Drake's not bad. Okay. If they could make him a move for Drake who's in the last year of his deal, he's not bad. He can catch the ball at the backfield. He's an app runner. You know, we'll see, we'll see how that kind of plays out. Glenn, we're up against the clock here now. Why don't you tell us a little bit about OutKick, how folks can follow you on social media. And you've been, man, look, first of all, great um, articles coming out of out of the uh, College World Series. I enjoyed each and every one of them. Tell us about what you got coming up next. Just think if I could actually go into the College World Series. <laughs> there <laughs> you was, go. I wasn't there. I wasn't there, but I did a lot off TV, and I was at the mm-hmm. uh, SEC tournament, and then I was at the regionals in Hattiesburg. But uh, I had a good talk with Skip. Uh, Bertman last night about Mike Bianco and Ben McDonald, uh, and I'm working on that feature right now on on um, where Bianco came from uh, at LSU and and where he is now. That that'll be up on the website shortly this evening, and um, that's going to be about it for a while. I'm I'm taking uh, some time off until uh, the uh, SEC media days in uh, in July, and I'll be catching some of the Saints training camp, too. Before you know it, it'll be kickoff yep. time. There you go. Thanks for your time, as always, my friend. Uh, enjoy the 4th of July weekend. All right, buddy. Thanks. All right, that's Glenn Gilbo. Again, outkick.com. Hey, don't forget about Hendrix Neptunia Gin, inspired by the magic of the sea. Hendrix's uh, home, the southwest coast of Scotland. Hendrix Neptunia is unmistakably Hendrix with the additional invigorating blend of, again, coastal botanicals and a crisp citrus finish. Again, launched in March of, of, of 2022. It's around for one year, 12, 12 month release. Get out there and enjoy. Uh, get Hendrix Neptunia Gin while you can. That's Hendrix Neptunia Gin. Don't forget about Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. AC's not working, not blowing cool air. You need help. Burkhart's on the way. 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call. Nate certified technicians only doing the work that's necessary. We'll never gouge you, never cheat you doing the work uh, that, again, that you need to get done quickly. And, yes, a Burkhart uh, employee will be answering the phone after hours. Those trucks are easily set up all over the metropolitan area so they can get to you quickly when you need emergency service. It's Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. We'll be right back. Hi, Eric Ashwood, celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Apple. 
Southern Tire, family-owned and operated since 1972. Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. Whether it is your personal vehicle or a fleet account, at Southern Tire, we treat your vehicle like our own. At Southern Tire, we have all the latest diagnostic equipment and ASE-certified technicians the dealerships have without the dealership prices. Hickory and Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Contractors, tired of the runaround when you need an insurance quote? At Dave Mead Insurance, we are an independent insurance agency, so we make it easy to get that quote for your next job. We offer general liability, workman's comp, automobile and property insurance, and we will search over 50 insurance companies to get the right policy at the best price. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMeatInsAgency.com. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti, in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Eric Ashby with my good friend Mike Delahousie at the TikTok Cafe. Mike, I was craving the best breakfast in town. Thank you, Eric. Yeah, but they were closed, so I'm back here at the TikTok Cafe instead. You know, that's not nice. Come on, man. You know we aim to please. You got to get a better aim, pal. Stop. You know we never close, huh? Well, neither does the morgue, so what's your point? Ah, you unbelievable. You know, you got to admit, we've got the best prices in town. Gluten-free? I think you're missing the point, bud. The TikTok Cafe in the heart of Metairie at Causeway and I-10 are better known as the intersection of diabetes and high cholesterol. Hey, good morning. You're heading to the airport, right? Yep, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now. I really enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money these days with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yep, I get real cash back every Every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around $200 to $300. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code WIN for a $5 bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime, right to your bank account, PayPal, or gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code WIN for a $5 bonus on your first tank. That's code WIN. Hi, I'm Brooke Burke. Do you ever consider just how important your feet are? They're quite literally the foundation of your body. And if you don't take care of them, you're asking for problems. That's why I wear Skechers' new ArchFit shoes. Skechers teamed up with doctors to make a shoe that provides complete all-day foot support. They use 20 years of data to design a podiatrist-certified insole that distributes pressure across the arch, providing incredible stability and extreme comfort. Get Skechers' new ArchFit at a Skechers store near you, Skechers.com, or wherever stylish shoes are sold. All right, welcome back to Inside New Orleans. I want to thank Glenn Gilbo for joining us in the program. Uh, don't forget about my friends over Dave Miet Insurance. Full-service independent insurance agents in 1958. They're offering auto, home, life, health, business, commercial policies. Doesn't matter where you live, East Bank, West Bank, North Shore, South Shore, and the River Parish, Dave Miet Insurance is your one-stop insurance specialist. Hey, call, click, or come in for a quote today, 504-556-0809. 
or to DaveMeatInsAgency.com. That's D-A-V-E-M-I-L-O-D-T-I-N-S-Agency.com. You want to save, call Dave, 504-556-0809. You're listening to Inside New Orleans, brought to you by Hendrix Neptunia Gin. We'll be back with um, uh, Sean Devaney of uh, Heavy.com and also Les East of CrestedSports.com. Don't go anywhere. At Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, their number one priority is treating people right. Take it from me, Eric Asher. It means getting there quickly in an emergency. They'll be on time and do a perfect job. And it means they promise to give everyone a fair price every time. So if you're looking for a better experience from your generator AC company, or you just got a big quote from someone else and you want a second opinion, let the folks at Burkhardt earn your trust and treat you right. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. number two of Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock, 4 to 6 weekdays, right here on 106.1 FM Nash Icon. 
Remember, iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app, digital platforms. Take the show with you anywhere. It's a free download for your smartphone or tablet. We're on the World Wide Web at NashFM1061.com and EricAsher.com. Our social media platforms, at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans, show on Instagram. And our podcast is everywhere. Anchor's our home base. But we're on your favorite podcasting platform. Just search Inside New Orleans, show with Eric Asher. You're sure to find it. I want to thank uh, Glenn Gilbo for joining us in the first hour. This hour, we'll have Sean Devaney of Heavy.com covers the NBA for that publication. Um, He will join us at around 5.15. Les East, CrestCitySports.com, and also Saturday Down South will join us at 535 uh, this evening. All right. I um, uh, want to remind everybody about um, our uh, title sponsor on a Monday. So proud to have Hendrix Neptunia as our title sponsor. Get out there and enjoy uh, the uh, fastest-growing super premium uh, gin out there, much like Midsummer Solstice, much like Lunar. Um, again, uh, Leslie Gracie, who's the master distiller over at Hendrix, has free reign to be able to do experimentation. Uh, she's a scientist by background, okay, background in chemistry. And, of course, uh, she created Hendrix Gin uh, and, of course, Henry, Hendrix Gin's um, uh, Summer Solstice. Also, again, um, uh, Hendrix Neptunia, uh, as well as Lunar. Uh, and, of course, this time around, uh, it was inspired by the Rugged coast of southwest Scotland uh, and uh, the poetic, poetic, poetic melody, melody of waves that have, that have enchanted uh, Leslie Gracie as she st- uh, strolled the local beaches of, again, southwest Scotland. Uh, using her background in chemistry uh, and, of course, experimentation, which, again, was not only, again, allowed but encouraged by, again, the folks over at Henry's Gen, uh, using, again, the, the botanical pairings uh, that she found, she came up and extracted the allure of the sea and bottled it in a gin. And, of course, the name Neptunia refers to the goddess of the sea. Uh, get out there and enjoy a fantastic cocktail with Henrik's Neptunia gin. I mean, again, the signature base with coastal botanicals and that crisp burst of citrus. Um, it, again, it is second to none. as a unique flavor profile when it comes to, the to again, the super premium gin category. And uh, it's... Fantastic for the summer. You know, we've talked about it before. You know, you could do a Hendrix Neptunian tonic. Uh, you know, uh, the Hendrix Neptunia Fizz, I talked about it over the last couple of weeks. Two parts into Hendrix Neptunia gin, uh, one part fresh lime, one part simple syrup, topped with soda, three slices of cucumber. Again, very fresh drink, right? Uh, refreshing for the summer. Uh, Hendrix Neptunia Curious Cucumber Margarita. We talked about that during Cinco de Mayo. Two parts Hendrix Neptunia, one part, half part agave nectar, one part fresh lime, one cucumber slice. Again, uh, just a crisp finish there. Hendrix Neptunia Gimlet, if you want to go way back in time, again, back to the old days. Now, not, not the, and, uh, not the, uh, uh, the tw- 2020s, but maybe the 1920s, right? Uh, two parts Hendrix Neptunia Gin, one part fresh lime, one part simple syrup, syrup no garnish. All light, uh, again, uh, uh, cocktails that you can enjoy during the summer with Henrik's Neptunia Gym. It's available at your favorite spirit store. It's available at your favorite bar or your restaurant. If it's not, demand it. But uh, take advantage of this. Henrik's Neptunia Gym, uh, it, it was released in March of 2022. It'll only be around for one year. Uh, so get out there and enjoy, again, Henrik's Neptunia Gym while you can. If I remember correctly, we got down to the end of, of Lunar and, and Summer Solstice. Uh, I don't think we had them into, into that last month or so. Uh, when, when the when the release was ending, it it was that fast selling, 
and it was that popular that uh, toward the end we, we just didn't have any in stock. So, again, get it now. Get it and enjoy it while you can. Don't forget about, again, the award-winning Inside the World Sports this week. Hey, Doug Mouton is going to join us from WWL-TV. Doug is fantastic. Uh, first of all, he just he, he lights up a room when he walks in. Uh, just, again, great uh, sportscaster, great sports mind. Been around New Orleans for a long, long time in terms of the sports scene. And, of course, again, born and raised here in this city. He's going to join us on the program this Thursday, 1 o'clock on WLAE-TV, 6 p.m. on WLAE-TV. Also going to be live streaming on Thursday at 1 o'clock on the WLAE-TV YouTube page, and then 10 o'clock on The Deuce, Friday night, 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock, LAE, Saturday morning at uh, at uh, 2 a.m. on The Deuce, Saturday afternoon at 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. And, of course, always on our social media platforms, always at ericasher.com, always on the social media, uh, uh, and always, of course, uh, on the WLATV YouTube page. Pardon me. All right. Um, coming up in just a couple minutes, it's going to be um, uh, Sean Devaney of Heavy.com, and we'll talk about the Pels. Um, I've said it many times before, especially, again, after we saw at the end of last season, um, that uh, this team looks poised to be able to take the next step. Uh, now seeing Zion getting himself in incredible shape, the buy-in to the city that we're seeing now. Um, now, again, we've said before, there are 181 million reasons why you can do that, right, the extension. But, again, it looks genuine. Uh, and then, of course, what happened this past, uh, last past week with what looks like to be uh, a second year in a row where, where the Pels have a, an excellent draft. And uh, so with that said, uh, Sean Devaney has been covering the NBA for a long time. He covers it now for Heavy.com. We'll get his take on what he thinks about your Pels and what he thinks about, again, this past draft as well. Sean, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for your time today. Sean, you with us? Hey, Eric. Yes, I How am. How are you, my friend? Good, good, and how are you? Doing great. Sean, before we get started, tell us about Heavy.com, and also you're an author of some great books as well. Tell us about the books and how folks can get a hold of them. Yeah, actually, I've got one coming out in October uh, about the NBA. It's called The History of the NBA in 12 Games, and it kind of looks back at uh, – it picks out a bunch of games, uh, 12 of them, as the title suggests, uh, throughout the history of the league and sort of tells about why that game was important and what it meant uh, for the future of the game, uh, of the league. It goes back to uh, the first game with a 24-second clock back in the, in the 1950s, uh, 1954. Uh, and it goes all the way uh, up to uh, LeBron and Steph Curry. Uh, so, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's an interesting way to kind of go through the history of the league, uh, and that'll be out in October. So uh, I'm excited about that. Beautiful. And, of course, for those that know Sean, Sean, again, uh, at one time worked here in New Orleans, worked in Slidell. And, of course, uh, again, has always been uh, to, to those of us that – uh, that, that do sports here in New Orleans. We always try to touch and touch base with Sean now and every now and then on the NBA. Sean, what are your thoughts before we get into the specifics of the Pelicans? What are your thoughts on the Pels? You know, I mean, obviously, uh, uh, for a team that started three and sixteen, uh, a lot of excitement. You know, for, for, for to, to come back from the way that they played uh, at the beginning of the year, uh, to see Willie Green grow as a coach. Um, you know, after after you know what was just really uh, obviously uh, a, a poor decision uh, on a coach the last time around. Uh, but but you know to see Willie Green grow as a coach, 
um, to see some of their young players uh, develop and, and of course, to see after the trade. Uh, you know, it, it just became a team that made a lot more sense. I think when they uh, when they started the season, they didn't they didn't necessarily make a lot of sense in terms of what they were trying to do. Uh, but yeah, you know, I mean, obviously, uh, the, the, the big question mark is, is going to be Zion, and then what happens with him. Uh, but even within that, I think they've really done a nice job of, uh, uh, of of sorting out that roster and 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 getting a team together uh, that can be competitive in the West. Sean Devaney of Heavy.com is our guest. Sean, the, the situation with with, um, with um, Zion looked to be very looked almost to be like a divorce early in the season. Uh, mm-hmm. That's kind of come full circle now. He seems to be bought into the in, in, into the into the Pels. Pels seem to be bought into him. He's if you've seen the latest videos and pictures, he's lost a tremendous amount of weight, uh, and it seems that again that. Uh, some believe there will be some parameters within the contract for them to be able to um, make sure that the club is protected. Uh, but most believe that contract will be signed uh, shortly after July 1st. What are you hearing? Yeah, you know, I think that that, that you got to go back to 2017 uh, when Joel Embiid signed a, a, an extension with the with the Sixers. Don't forget, he missed his first two seasons with a variety of injuries, uh, and and the Sixers were concerned about giving him, you know, a five year contract uh, that uh, when they didn't know how much he was going to be able to play. Uh, so there are a lot of triggers in there for games played, for minutes played, uh, and 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 once you reach those thresholds. Then the rest of the deal was guaranteed. Now Zion has the same agent as Joel Embiid, so I'd imagine that you're looking at the same sort of setup uh, in terms of a contract that will, uh, you know, pay Zion if he plays and he plays up to uh, what is expected. Uh, and, and and certainly the times that we have seen him on the floor, which you know hasn't been all that often, of course, but uh, uh, but but he's been fantastic when he does play. Uh, and, uh, and 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 so you want to make sure that that he gets what he deserves uh, if. He's out there, but at the same time, the team can protect itself. That's what the Sixers and Embiid did in 2017, and that worked out well uh, for both sides. So I, I, I'd expect we'll see something similar uh, with Zion Williamson. C.J. McCollum made such a big difference on this team once he got here. Um, again, talk about McCollum and also, again, the maturation process of, of, of Brandon Ingram, who has turned into quite a fine player after a lot of people thought coming from Los Angeles with the injury that, again, that you know he, he wouldn't be the player that he's become. He's a star caliber player now here with New Orleans. Yeah, and I, I think C.J. has a lot to do with that and, and, and a lot to do with uh, you know, taking the, the the talented guys that they have and and making sure that they're filling their roles. You know, he's he's got a lot of credibility around the league. Uh, you know, he's 30 at this point. He's been in the league, uh, you know, for eight nine years. Uh, you know, he, he's a guy who knows everybody. Is very well liked around the league. Uh, uh, you know, obviously president of the union. So, uh, you know, he's got uh, uh, he's got a presence. Uh, and I think that's something that 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 team needed, you know, a leader that they can get behind, and 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 he's definitely that guy. Um, so I think having him there is is, is going to be very beneficial for the young players on that team. Uh, Ingram, uh, at this point, being one of them, you know, I mean, he's he, he's been a he, Ingram's had a career, uh, and he's still only 24, uh, but but he's had a career where. You know, just every year there's some major change, whether it's a new coach, whether it's, uh, uh, you know, getting traded. Um, You know, he's had that just about every year of his career. So, um, you know, if they can get some stability, like I say, some some leadership from the players and not just the coaches, uh, I think that'll that'll go a long way toward uh, uh, helping a player like him. 
Sean Devaney of Heavy.com is our guest. Sean, last year they, they struck goal with Herb Jones, who, again, ended up, ended up playing a lot of minutes starting for the team. Uh, defensive prowess was, was, again, second to none, especially when you're talking about a rookie coming out of, uh, uh, out of college. And, of course, it took some time, uh, but eventually Trey Murphy got on track. Jose Alvarado was an undrafted free agent. That, that really helped this team get over the hump last year. Uh, and, of course, this year it looks as though, again, they've hit on another – uh, great crop of, of rookies with Dyson Daniels, uh, the uh, the uh, 19-year-old Aussie coming over in the eighth pick of the first round. Uh, A.J. Liddell at Ohio State, who looks like a steal in the second round. And then Carlo Makovic, again, this 52nd pick overall. Uh, again, the uh, Croatian, who they're going to draft and stash uh, for a couple years. All of a sudden, again, the last two drafts, at least on paper, look really, really good for this team. Yeah, I mean, I, I really like Daniels. Uh, you know, he draws a lot of comparisons to Scotty Barnes, who had a great rookie year uh, in Toronto. And, and if he can be that kind of do-everything uh, forward on the, on the team or, or, you know, guard, forward, slash, you know, wing sort of guy for them, uh, that, 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 that would be a, a major score for them. And, 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 you know, EJ was a guy that, that most teams had uh, in their top 20, top 25. Uh, so for them to be able to pluck him in the second round, uh, that's a score as well. Uh, you know, we'll see how much he plays coming out of the gate, but uh, you know he's going to be an asset going forward. So uh, you know, they get you get a first round talent in the second round. You've got to be very very happy with that. Uh, and, and like you say, I mean, look, one of the things about Willie Green is is you know he came in with a very good reputation for for player development. Uh, and when you look at the way some of their younger guys. Uh, from the beginning of the year to the end of the year, when the, how they develop, uh, and 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 certainly part of that is the coach putting them in the positions that they ought to be in, um, and so that they can be successful. I think you've got to give him a lot of credit uh, for, for for the way some of those guys played uh, as they got better throughout the year. Sean, we see some. We we're right here again. The Pels are here, so we're watching every single day. You're seeing it from thirty thousand feet. What are your thoughts on this franchise? What are your thoughts? I mean, a lot of people here believe they could be a top four team in the West next season if healthy, especially with a healthy Zion. Uh, from a national standpoint, what are you guys are looking at, and, and what do you think about the, the Pels? Yeah, I mean, I, I look. They they made a number of changes. Like I said, yeah, you got to give Willie Green a lot of credit. Uh, you know, putting Jackson Hayes in the starting five really did uh, work out for them. For instance, um, and and you know, he just made a, a, a number of good, solid moves uh, that that got the most out of the uh, uh, the talent that they've got on that roster. So, uh, yeah, I, you know, I, I, I think that you start there. I think you got to feel pretty good about where they are from a coaching standpoint, which hasn't been the case, as I said, uh, in the last couple of years. So, uh, you know, that's, that, 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 that's number one. Um, you know, I think that really, I, you know, Valachunas, for instance, you know, he played very well. Uh, we'll see if he can come back and, and match that. Um, you know, they've got, they've got some guys on that team, uh, who you have to have some faith in. So I, I, I think you've got a lot to be excited about them being competitive. Uh, but, you know, if you want to get in the top four, you need Zion Williamson. There's no question about it. So that's, that's, that's the overarching thing is that uh, I think that they've done very well with what they've got. But if they really want to make that next step, it's going to have to be with Zion Williamson, uh, you know, playing, playing often and playing well. Everybody believes the Pelicans did, did really well on this draft. Maybe some other teams that you think did well in the draft as well. 
Yeah, I mean, it was uh, obviously a strange, strange draft. You know, it was, uh, uh, you know, right at the top. It was, uh, uh, you know, the, uh, uh, the 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 magic surprised everybody, uh, and that was uh, that was a little bit that was a little bit uh, uh, unexpected that they took Paolo Bencaro. So, uh, you know, that was. Uh, uh, you know that was a bit of an eye opener, but uh, you know I, I thought Orlando did well in addressing its needs. You know it, it, it's a team that needs offense, and that's what Ben Carroll brings for you. Uh, you can you can really help your offense. I thought Detroit getting Jaden Ivey at number five uh, was huge, and and they're in a position to make a run at DeAndre Ayton. I think that they're in a position now where they want to start winning. They want to start turning the corner and start winning. So I thought Detroit uh, in getting Jaden Ivey at number five. Uh, that was a pretty, pretty uh, uh, solid score for them. So, uh, you know, they were one of the teams that I really liked what they did. What do you think is the future of the Lakers? What's going to happen with, with Lakers and LeBron and, and Anthony Davis out there? They are, you know, there's this whole Kyrie Irving thing, and, and, and that's whether right. they can get involved in it and, and are they able to move Russell Westbrook uh, and bring back uh, Kyrie Irving, that's going to be the real set. They'll need a third team to make that work. There'll have to be picks exchanged uh, to make everything work. Uh, I don't see Russell Westbrook going to uh, Brooklyn. Um, you know, the, certainly not if Kevin Durant is to stay there. Uh, but yeah, you know, I mean, that, 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 that's, that's really the next phase here for the Lakers. Uh, you know, can they bring Kyrie Irving in? And then can, can, can LeBron get through to Kyrie Irving uh, the way he did in Cleveland? Can he get him to, uh, to play, uh, if not 82 games, then 72? You know, get him on the floor and keep him on the floor, keep him engaged. Um, you know, and, and LeBron does feel like he's got the, uh, the ability to do that probably better than anybody else. So uh, right now, everything that, that the Lakers are doing uh, is kind of in a holding pattern because of all this uh, uh, Kyrie Irving stuff. If Kyrie Irving winds up just folding up his tent and going back to Brooklyn, uh, then the Lakers are, are probably going to be around a 500 team. Uh, but if they can get Kyrie and they can have him be uh, uh, productive, then, uh, uh, then they're going to be a very dangerous team because, uh, like I said, LeBron knows how to get Kyrie uh, to play at his match. Sean, last question for you. A lot of people believe this upcoming um, free agency period is not going to be very, very active. A lot of teams are very, very close to the to the uh, the camp. Uh, are you in that school of thought, or do you think that again teams are always going to try to be able to maneuver during this period to try to get better? Yeah, I, I mean, in terms of free agency. Um, you're not going to see it. You know, you might see Jalen Brunson, I think, possibly go to New York. Uh, that's that's probably the biggest name that'll change. You know, I think Bradley Beal stays put. We'll see what happens with Kyrie. Uh, you know, there's a chance to, uh, of this Laker thing, thing happening. If it's not, the Lakers probably goes back to the Nets. Um, but, you know, most of the big names out there, you know, James Harden will resign. Uh, Zach Levine was most likely to resign with the Bulls. So uh, you're not going to see those big, big names move. Uh, Jalen Brunson is probably the big. But then you're going to get into the trade market. And I think there's going to be a very active trade market. Uh, you know, there was a lot of talk before uh, the draft, and, and not that much happened at the draft. You know, John Collins with Atlanta, mm-hmm. um, Rudy Gobert in, in, uh, uh, in Utah. You know, some pretty big names there, uh, some very productive players. Uh, and I expect that uh, once the dust settles on free agency, that we'll start to see uh, the trade talks uh, get, get ratcheted back up. Um, you know, probably uh, July 5th, 
uh, right around there is when we'll start to hear a lot of these other names. Um, you know, once the dust settles on uh, on free agency, we'll start to see a lot of these other names uh, kind of going through the rumor mill. Sean, really appreciate your time today. Uh, let the folks know about Heavy.com, uh, how they can find it, what you guys are doing there, and then one more time, uh, books that are coming up that, that folks can check out. Yeah, so the book is uh, uh, The History of the NBA in 12 Games, and, and, and Heavy.com uh, uh, has a growing sports section with, uh, uh, with NFL and, and, and NBA coverage. And uh, uh, I would certainly encourage anybody who's got Facebook pages with a, uh, a strong community, a lot of conversation that goes on there. Um, you know, and, 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 and I like to think some intelligent conversation, which you mm-hmm. don't always get uh, online with sports. So, um, yeah, I'd, I'd encourage anybody to check that out. And how can folks follow you on social media? Uh, just at Sean Devaney. That's S-E-A-N. Thanks for your time today. As always, very much appreciated. Thank you, Eric. Sean Devaney, heavy.com. And, again, he's a great author. you got to check out his books. Again, just look up Sean Devaney on, on, um, on uh, Google, and you'll be able to find, again, some of the great books that he's uh, been able to put out and, of course, another one coming. All right. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. If you're in the market for a generator for your home or your business, they are your generator sales and service experts. Uh, financing is available for generators. You can pay that over time with low monthly notes. Remember, Burkhardt gives you a little lanyap here, right? And the new installed quality check after one month. They do this for everything they install for their customers. Doesn't matter what you got installed. They're out there a month later. Making sure you're feeling comfortable how to operate the, uh, the equipment. Then, of course... Uh, after you sit down with Jason Burkhardt, who's in charge of the uh, of the uh, generator division, you come to an agreement, and they'll put you on the calendar for a single-day install. Remember, there are many different types of generators for your home or your business. Uh, and, again, Jason will help educate you on that if you haven't already done your homework. And then, of course, 24-7, 365 emergency service and a warehouse fully stocked with all the parts you'll need for your generator. No excuses. As soon as it's safe to get you back up and running, uh, the Burkhardt guys are out there making sure, again, that you're up running and that generator's ready to roll. So generator parts, generator sales, generator service, gen- gen- generator, um, uh, you know, getting that generator in your home or your business, think Burkhardt. It's Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Eating, acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. You're listening to Inside New Orleans, brought to you by Hendrix Neptunia Gin. We'll be right back with um, Les East of CrestedySports.com and Saturday Down South. Don't move. Hi, this is Ken Trahan. The Three Tailgaters Show is a Saturday morning tradition on 106.1 Nash Icon. Tune in every Saturday morning from 10 a.m. to noon with my partner Ed Daniels of WGNO and WNOL to join me to talk sports with you every single week with your calls as well. The Three Tailgaters Show, Saturday mornings, 10 a.m. to noon on 106.1 Nash Icon. This report is sponsored by Dairy Queen. Hey, DQ fans, there's a new drumstick on the block. That's right. Meet the July Blizzard Treats of the Month. The new Caramel Drumstick with Peanuts Blizzard Treat and the Drumstick with Peanuts Blizzard Treat. Try both today, only at DQ. Happy tastes good. 10 westbound, your delays are solid from Bonneville to the airport. And also look out for delays that are going to be solid if you're traveling on 10 eastbound from just past City Park to the high rise. If you're traveling eastbound along the Crescent City Connection, your delays are going to be solid from Chapatulas to the Camp Street exit. If you're traveling westbound along the Pontchartrain Expressway, your delays are steady from the Claiborne Earhart exit to the St. Charles Carondelet exit. And delays pick back up if you're traveling westbound along the West Bank Expressway from just past Ames Boulevard to Avondale. I'm Ed Robinson broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center.
On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue. Open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportspeed is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice fillets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportspeed is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportspeed Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can handle. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com and tell them Eric sent you. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti, in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. DA Exterminating is proud to be locally owned and serving Louisiana's Gulf South for over 60 years. If you want a fast response and great service, call DA now on the North Shore and in Metairie, or you can visit us online at daexterminating.com. back to Inside New Orleans, brought to you by Hendrix Neptunia Gin, inspired by the magic of the sea. And it's unmistakably Hendrix, but again, invigorating blend of locally sourced coastal botanicals, smooth citrus finish, a hint of, again, a distant sea breeze. Don't forget also, uh, based on the signature foundation of rose and cucumber, the juniper character is lengthened by, again, uh, deep earthy notes of uh, locally sourced Scottish seaside botanicals, fresh coastal herbs, and, of course, that unmistakably crisp citrus finish. Uh, reach for a bottle of Hendrix Neptunia Gin, demanded at your favorite restaurant or your favorite uh, bar. And, of course, it's available at all your favorite spirit stores. Get it now. It's only around for a year. Uh, imagine, uh, again, um, having you and your friends enjoying, again, a great cocktail uh, with Hendrix Neptunia Gin on a hot summer uh, evening here in New Orleans. Again, inspired by the magic of the sea, it's Hendrix Neptunia Gin. Discover it now at your favorite spirit store. All right, um, I want to thank uh, Sean Devaney of uh, Heavy.com for joining us, talking some NBA. Uh, 
Our good friend Les East, award-winning journalist from CrestedySports.com and Saturday Down South, now joins us on the program. Les, how you doing? Doing well, Eric. How are you? Doing fantastic, my friend. Glad to have you today. Thanks so much for your time. And I'd like to start off again with the uh, with the, with the Pels and your thoughts on on last week's draft. Uh, I thought they did very well in the draft. I think they got uh, good value with uh, Daniels at um, number eight in the draft. I think that was where, right about where everybody expected him to go. I think his his ability to defend his um, selflessness and the fact that he's only 19 years old, I think are all uh, important things. Um, for a young team that continues to add pieces that can, that can grow together. Uh, I think they got outstanding value with the first second-round pick uh, um, from Ohio State, which a lot of DJ people Liddell. had him going. Yeah, a lot of people had him going uh, in the first round, and uh, they got him at, uh, what, 41, I believe, was the pick. And then um, the European player is going to be stashed probably for at least a year, right. maybe two. Carlo Makovic. Yeah, and there wasn't going to be room for him on the roster uh, this year anyway. So I think if you look at all three picks, they all make sense. They're all good value at the spot where they were taken, and uh, I just think it was a solid job by the Pelicans. Uh, so do I, and of course they pick up Daron Sebron, uh, who's going to be a two-way player uh, from North Carolina State. All those guys are going to be available at the um, at the summer league, which starts in about two weeks, and we'll get a chance to to get an eye on the kid. Matt Makovic is is again supposed to be a six eleven, very very athletic guy. Plays above the rim, and um, I mean I, I saw Liddell play a few times at Ohio State. I mentioned this to the audience last last week. What I didn't under I, I didn't realize was the two point six blocks per game. I saw him blocking shots. I saw him being a very physical player. Obviously, he led, he led him in scoring at 19.4 points per game. You can see he was the guy. But I, I did not realize, again, that he was that great of a shot blocker. Yeah, and Trajan Langdon pointed that out after the, the draft was complete, that that was one of the things that really uh, got their attention was, was uh, his ability to block shots. And he's, you know, he's more of a, uh, I'd have to say, an old, time power yes. forward in that mm-hmm. he's not a a skinny lanky guy he's more he's six seven i believe six eight maybe six seven two forty yeah yeah so he's a little bit shorter and, and stronger than a lot of the guys you see playing uh the, the four spot nowadays so he's a little more of a throwback there but his ability to block that many shots at six seven and the range that he added to his shot mm-hmm. uh, over the years at Ohio State were both significant. So I, I don't know that he can have much of an impact right away because their roster is so deep right now. Sure. But I think he's a guy who's got a chance to have a future in the NBA, and getting him where they did, I think, was just very good value. Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, again, when you got a guy that was considered a top-20 pick and you get him at 41, you got to jump all over that. And, I mean, look, the, to me – and I mentioned this last week. The Big Ten is is known for size. I mean, you I mean, you you're going to get big guys. You got to play against game in game out uh, with with the Big Ten. Physical size, and, and of course, he was able to again dominate at times uh, in, in the Big Ten. And then, of course, the, the the big one was Dyson Daniels, who again I, I talked about. You know, they they lost Lonzo Ball. They didn't want to pay him. They didn't want all the extracurricular activity with the dad, but. 
This is almost a LeBlanc, Le, Le, uh, 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 a Alonzo Ball clone with the fact that, again, he is a guy that is an excellent passer facilitator. And, you know, I mean, again, in your mind's eye, you can, you can go back and you can remember, uh, you know, Alonzo Ball, uh, again, getting the ball up quickly up the floor, but also, again, playing above the rim, getting those alley-oops going. And uh, I can see, again, uh, Dyson and, and Zion and also, again, Jackson Hayes and others, uh, those, those alley-oops getting them above the rim. So uh, I'm, I'm – I'm, I'm excited about seeing these guys get on the court and seeing again how much can how much they can contribute uh, this upcoming season. Yeah, a couple of things about Daniels. One, one is that you know the league has become so much like a positionless league where you just have you know guys with um, unique skill sets that enable them to play multiple spots and not necessarily traditional roles. He's certainly taller than. What, what a traditional point guard would be, and yet he can guard at least one through four. He could probably guard five in a pinch. Uh, and so he can play on the wings. He can play with the ball in his hands uh, if need be. And um, at 19 years old, it's pretty impressive how uh, willing a defender he is, how selfless he is. And uh, I think all of those things were intra- attractive and then when we talked to him on the Zoom call after he was selected, I was just real impressed, one, by his maturity for his age, and two, he came across as a really confident guy. He even talks about how much he enjoys the trash-talking element of the game. And yet he didn't really come across as cocky, despite what he said about the trash-talking. Just a really confident, mature guy at a young age, and that certainly came across to the Pelicans based on what Trajan Langdon says. So uh, I I think he's uh, somebody we're all going to look forward to seeing uh, participate in Vegas and then, of course, in training camp come September. Final question on the Pels. Do you anticipate Zion? Again, the new and improved Zion. We've seen, the, again, the body change. Uh, signing that deal on Jan- on July the 1st, do you expect protections for the club within that deal, or are they just going to give him a straight uh, extension, uh, the full max extension? I think there will be some protections in there. That, that seems to be, at least David Griffin has indicated that that's something the Pelicans feel pretty strongly about. And I think if, if Zion and his camp are, are realistic, they understand that perspective and depending on how they're structured as long as he's healthy and produces he's going to wind up earning the max anyway i think those will be reasonable uh protections that are built in there whether or not it happens uh on the first or not i'm not sure i don't think it really matters i you know the pelicans have the the leverage there i don't see any way zion uh walks away from the the what's going to be offered to him so It'll get done. It'll get done in short order, even if it's not precisely on the first. So I, I wouldn't get all worked up about this if I were a Pelicans fan. I think it's going to get done, and it's going to get done soon. Les East, award-winning journalist with us, also an accomplished author. He'll tell us all about that when we wrap up this evening. Uh, he is with us for a few more minutes. Um, Les, um, when, you, when you look at, uh, again, shifting gears now to the New Orleans Saints, uh, I talked about it a little bit earlier in the program. 
with the report now that Alvin Kamara is going to serve at least a six-game suspension. Uh, this team has still not done anything in terms of upgrading that uh, that running back position. They bring in Abram Smith, hoping he'll be maybe the next Pierre Thomas. We saw Tony Jones and Dwayne Washington unable to be able to capitalize last year on having the ability to maybe be that number two running back. Um, they bring in a Zig Bowe, who, again, was an undrafted free agent here, who's been with the, the Jacksonville Jaguars. And, of course, Mark Ingram, who, again, is, uh, look, a, a fan favorite and a guy that, when healthy, uh, and, and has something in the tank, he's a guy to be reckoned with. The question is, how healthy is he and how much does he have in the tank? They need another starting running back. There was a rumor last week that they were kicking the tires on Kenyon Drake, who has one year left on his deal with the Raiders. Um, how do you think they're going to approach this running back situation? Do you think they're going to wait until camp? Do you think they're going to strike and try to get a, get, get a, uh, a guy that is a, that is a starter before that via trade? Uh, or, again, they're going to go with basically they have right now uh, on the roster? Well, I would expect that they'll uh, step up their uh, attempts to bring in another veteran, whether it's by trade or, or somebody's on the open market. But there's not a lot out there on the market. You know, they met with Darrell Williams, and that didn't work out. He signed with Arizona. Mm-hmm. And then they took a look at David Williams. They didn't see enough there. Uh, David Johnson, rather, uh, right. didn't see enough there. Uh, to sign him. But, you know, this shouldn't be a surprise to them, these reports about Alvin uh, missing six or more games. They they had to know from the time he was arrested back in February that a a multiple-game suspension, perhaps as many as six or more, was a definite possibility. It's still not definite. He doesn't have his court date till August 1st. So, you know, the fact that there are reports that this is probably what's going to happen shouldn't be a surprise to them. And so they were already looking at insurance policies. I think they'll continue to look at them. Uh, you know, the, the uh, Zigbo and Abram Smith, I think, were always, you know, uh, playing Bs. You know, that it gave them young players that maybe can, can be helpful uh, if they need them. But they need somebody who's proven he can carry the ball effectively in the NFL to help out Mark Ingram. He's not going to be a 20 to 25 carry a game player. So they need to find someone somewhere. And I I think at this point, given what's out there on the open market, they're probably going to have to look a little more seriously uh, at a possible trade, uh, whether it's Drake or somebody else. So I, I would expect them to step that up. It may not get done before training camp, but I think that's got to be their top priority right now because that, that's the main hole on this roster right now is who steps into that role if Kamara's gone for an extended period, and that, that's certainly a reasonable expectation. And you think they would have learned something after last year with the Michael Thomas situation and going into the year with, again, a substandard um, uh, roster when it came to the wide receiver uh, wide receiver room. And now, again, you come full circle and you're looking at the running back position. And all due respect to Mark Ingram, who's had a great career in the NFL. And look, when healthy, could probably again carry the load for him. Uh, but, again, you need modified starters. You can't go in like you did last year expecting undrafted free agents to carry the load. No, you can't. And this is, you know, the average uh, life expectancy in the NFL for a running back is, you know, probably three to five years. Uh, You know, if you get five really good years, you're doing pretty well with somebody. Maybe you get a little bit more if you get lucky. Mark's going into his 12th year. It's remarkable that he looked as good as he did last year and that he appears to be capable 
of being a useful back again this year. But that that's not what you can expect. If you don't have Alvin Kamara, you can't expect Mark Ingram to fill that role. You have to have multiple players to do it, and you can't be sure that Abram Smith or Zigbo or, or Tony Jones Jr. or Dwayne Washington or anybody else is going to be the answer. So uh, they they need to find somebody else, and uh, th- this is not the best time to be looking for a significant contributor at any position, especially running back, as, as we're into uh, almost into July now. It's hard to judge the the the, uh, the offensive line um, in minicamp and and also in OTAs because there's there's no hitting and there's no real pads. Um, but there are some question marks. I mean, again, when you look at you know the the Penninghurst uh, battle that we're going to see at left tackle, can Andres Pete come back healthy and stay healthy and and, and be a force uh, at the guard position? Uh, you know, what's going to happen with Cesar Ruiz? Is that his natural position, or do they have to make some type of move again uh, with him, considering McCoy has really kind of settled in as one of the better centers in the NFL. And, of course, Ryan Ramshack coming off of injury. You look at, you know, Throckmorton, again, who can play me play that guard position. Landon Young, who's a guy they drafted. Um, and, you, you know, at this point, I mean, I like the offensive line, but there are some, some real question marks there going into this season. Yeah, they are, and uh, I'm going to deal with the offensive line uh, later this week at CrescentCitySports.com as I continue my position-by-position countdown to training camp. And it really all starts with the left tackle position. You know, obviously they drafted Trevor Penning to be their starting left tackle for, for many years to come, starting as soon as possible. It would not surprise me if James Hurst were the starter when the season begins in Atlanta. In September, just because, you know, coming from northern Iowa to the NFL, uh, you can't be sure that uh, Penning is going to be ready to start on opening day. There's nothing in OTAs or minicamp that can give you any indication as to whether he's going to be ready. So we'll find out in the preseason if he's ready. Hurst is an adequate stopgap if he's not ready, but somehow they have to shore up the left tackle position by the season opener. And if that gets taken care of with either of those players, then it gets a lot easier to fill in the rest of the line. You you don't know about, you know, um, Andrus Pete because he's been injured a lot, but you expect him to be ready to go to start the season. McCoy's fine. I think Ramchek's fine. He he said he's feeling much better this year than he did last year with the injury. So the second question becomes Cesar Ruiz at right guard. Going into his third year, it's, it's pretty much he has to uh, take a leap uh, after struggling the first two years. Now, he didn't get a real offseason his first year because of COVID. He changed positions last year. So there are some Uh, mitigating factors thus far, but he has to play at a much higher level at right guard this year than he has thus far uh, if the line is going to be set in stone at the beginning of the year. So he's the second question mark, but it's that left tackle spot that's got to get taken care of first. Got about two minutes left. Want to switch to LSU for a moment. Handicap the quarterback position for us. Who do you think is the starter? Who do you think is the primary backup? Well, we'll see, you know, what happens in preseason camp. Uh, somebody could always uh, surprise us. I think the, the, the best guess is that Miles Brennan is the starter. 
uh, I think because of the experience, because of the, the leadership uh, that he has shown within the program for the last several years, uh, I think are, are, are significant things. I, I think Garrett Nussmeyer might be um, the, the number two quarterback, although the, the transfer from Arizona State, uh, Daniels. Daniels. Yeah. Um, I, I, you know, it, it's interesting how that plays out because I think even though Brian Kelly isn't crazy about using two quarterbacks, I think it might be in their best interest to have a package for Daniels because he's the only true dual threat quarterback they have. So I think he could be number two in the number of snaps he gets, but I think if they needed to go to another quarterback to start a game, they might go to Nussmeyer and keep Daniels in that role as a change of pace, assuming Miles Brennan is a starter, which is my guess, but it's uh, wide open going into uh, preseason camp. And I think, you know, Jordan Howard is a, is a wild card. I don't think he's going to mm-hmm. uh, be one of those top three this year, but he may have a bright future in the program. Yep. Uh, I, I, I think they'll redshirt Howard this year as well. I, I do. Yeah. Let's tell us about, uh, again, your book. Again, a lot of folks going away for the July 4th holiday. Be a great time for them to catch up on reading. And then, of course, what you got coming up for us and setting down com, and how folks can follow you on social media. Yeah, thanks, Eric. The book is called Donkeys, Elephants, and Giraffes, and it's available on all the major platforms online, Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, et cetera. Uh, as for uh, CrescentCitySports.com, I mentioned the uh, Countdown to Training Camp series with the Saints that I'm doing. Uh, also, uh, Pelicans with uh, the start of uh, free agency, although they probably won't be an active player, but free agency, the Las Vegas Summer League coming up. We expect to talk to uh, the number one pick again here in the next week. So I'll have some Pelican stuff there. A lot of preseason LSU stuff coming up at Saturday down south. And folks can follow me on Twitter at less underscore east. Thank you. Thank you, as always, my friend, for your time. Certainly appreciate it. Have a great Fourth of July holiday. Thanks, Eric. You too. That's Les East, again, award-winning journalist, again, author. Again, check him out at CrestedSports.com and Saturday Down South. All right, don't forget about Burkhardt. AC breaks down even over the holiday. They have, uh, again, Nate certified technicians on call to get to you, to get you up and running. Whether it's your home or your business, again, uh, again, think Burkhardt. Doesn't matter what type of system you have at your home or your business, they're authorized to service it. And if you're in the market for a new system, remember Burkhardt is authorized to sell some of the top brands in the industry. Service after the sale, impeccable, never cheat you, never gouge you. Nate certified technicians, 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call. It's all about the customer. Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Today's program brought to you by Hendrix Neptunia Gin. We'll be right back. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Opelie. Dave Miette Insurance is a full-service independent insurance agency since 1958, offering auto, home, life, health, business, and commercial policies, serving the East Bank, 
West Bank, North Shore, South Shore, and River Parishes, Damien Insurance is your one-stop insurance specialist. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or me at insagency.com. If you're in the market for a quality-use car, come visit us at Southern Tire Auto Sales. We have a large selection of pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs for every taste and budget. Every pre-owned vehicle on the lot has been carefully inspected for safety and quality. At Southern Tire Auto Sales, we'll only sell you the best-used vehicles, and we'll never sell you something we wouldn't buy ourselves. Financing is available. Hickory and Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. I'm here with my good friend Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. What'd you say to Eric? Hey, did I ever tell you you have like the perfect face for radio? No, Mike. Did I ever tell you that you have the perfect 24-hour diner? Hey, bud. No, as a matter of fact, you haven't. That's because you don't. Come on, man. You know that ain't nice. And uh, neither is your help. Oh, man. And why do you eat here so often? Well, my wife says that I'm a glutton for punishment. The TikTok Cafe, where the video poker is always hot, 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 Causeway and I-10, better known as the intersection of E. coli and salmonella. Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhardt to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhardt to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhardt always says, trust is the foundation of our business, just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhardt. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Venture X from Capital One is the travel card for people always asking, where next? You earn 10x miles on hotels and rental cars and 5x miles on flights booked through Capital One Travel and 2x miles on everything else you buy with Venture X. Plus, receive premium travel benefits like access to over 1,300 airport lounges. The Venture X card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. Demand different. Demand Dudley DeBosier. If you've been injured in a crash and the insurance company is forcing you to play defense, it's easy to make the wrong move. Don't let them cost you a big win. Demand Dudley DeBosier, the official injury lawyers of the New Orleans Saints. It could be a game-changing decision. Supporting the Saints, fighting for Saints fans, that's the Dudley DeBosier difference. Call 504-444-4444. That's 504-444-4444. Chad Dudley, New Orleans. LA 22-13581. Today's program has been brought to you by Hendrix Neptunia Gin, inspired by the magic of the sea. Hendrix Neptunia is an unmistakably Hendrix, but an invigorating blend of locally sourced coastal botanicals, uh, smooth, crisp finish, and a hint of distant sea breeze. Again, um, you got the, the, the base of the signature foundation of rose and cucumber, which you get in all the Hendrix, right? With the juniper characters linked by, again, deep earthy notes of uh, locally sourced seaside uh, Scottish botanicals, fresh coastal herbs, and that crisp citrus finish. Get a Hendrix. Uh, make sure you reach for Hendrix Neptunia Gym. 
want to thank, uh, again, Rudy back at studio for producing. Also, again, our guests, Glenn Gilbo, uh, Sean Devaney, and Les East. want to thank all the sponsors sponsor our program. Go to ericasher.com for a slide to the sponsors that sponsor our program. Click on their icon. takes you right to the sponsor. And, again, as always, we thank our sponsor. We thank you for supporting those sponsors. Uh, remember, Doug Mouton joins me on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports this week. And, of course, uh, we'll be back at it tomorrow right here on 106.1 FM at 4 p.m. Coming up next, it's All Access with Ken Trahan. Uh, Mike Scarborough, TigerBait.com is his guest. Keep it right here on 106.1 FM. My name is Eric Gash. Have a wonderful evening. See you tomorrow straight up 4 o'clock. Thanks for listening. From the dog catch to the governor, who's the man? They all got to go. <laughs>